Whoa, are you addicted to fantasy basketball, sports cards, and NBA top shot? If so, you're in the right place because this is about to be the nerdiest multiplex of NBA analysis that you've ever seen in your basketball loving life. <gasps> Welcome to Game Pick Fantasy Basketball. I am your host, Robin Marks. You can connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Game Pick Podcast. If you love fantasy basketball, sports cards, and sports NFTs, please like and subscribe. And please stick around until the end because I'm going to show you how you can enter to win a free NBA Top Shot Rare Moment. Now, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I here? What's happening? So... First, I'll start by saying that if you've been a subscriber or seen any of my most recent content, it's been a while since you got an episode. And the reason is because Robin Marks has a new job and my new job is super demanding. It's taken a lot of my time. So I haven't been able to focus as much on my YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, blahzy, blahzy, blah content. With that said, the fantasy basketball season is coming. It's on the horizon. We just had the NBA draft. And because of that, that itch, that itch, that itch that I have for fantasy basketball and sports in general is starting to itch. So I wanted to make sure that I delivered you a high quality and valuable video. So as you know, from the last episode, we tried to give you deep analysis using sports cards, NFTs, surrounding fantasy basketball. Last episode, we went over Trey Young. This episode, we're going to go over his draft brother. You know, they will forever be aligned and connected in the history of basketball, Luka Doncic. So we're going to take a look at Luka's real life statistics on this section. As you know, what we want to do is get a snapshot of his production to kind of forecast what he's going to do as a dynasty fantasy basketball player. So this is for long-term value in the fantasy basketball realm and using this data to kind of paint that picture. With that said, let's take a look at Luca's stats. So Luca came into the league 2018, 2019. In his rookie season, he averaged 21.2 points a game, which is phenomenal for a rookie. But that's not it. He also averaged six assists per game and 7.8 rebounds. Now, Luca has never been known for his defense, so we're not really going to look at that, but he's known for his um, offensive prowess. And this is a great indication of how valuable he's going to be for his career because he came out of the gates running. Now, in the second year, some rookies in their second year, uh, they experienced a sophomore slump, right? They have a, a decline, or you can kind of see if they're going to hit a higher level or kind of show what their true value is. In his second year, he showed up to play. As you can see here, Luca averaged 28.8 points per game. 28.8 points per game. It was his career high. He also averaged 8.8 assists per game and 9.4 rebounds. He was literally knocking at the door for averaging a triple-double and almost having 30 points per game. So what does that tell me so far? That Luca is not a fluka. 
He's the real deal, and he'll continue to progress. But let's go ahead and look at the rest of his career. In 2020, 2021, uh, he averaged 27.7 points a game. In um, 2021, he also averaged 8.6 assists and eight rebounds. So still hovering in that, you know, like, borderline triple double area you know what i'm saying really close to and knocking at the door for a triple double and then last season another remarkable some would even argue mvp caliber season he averaged 28.4 points per game 8.7 assists and 9.1 rebounds per game so real life statistics if i'm thinking about fantasy based on this right here I, I, I have a good feeling that Luca, if he stays healthy, will be a valuable, valuable asset. So let's take a look at sports cards now. Let's see if any data we can collect from his sports card sales can kind of give us an indication of where he's going to go in terms of his dynasty fantasy basketball value. So we're going to look at Luca's 2018 Panini Prism base card in a PSA 10, in a PSA 10. And if you don't know, um, graded cards are kind of the standard. Some people sell the raw cards that aren't encased. If you guys are interested in getting involved with uh, sports card collecting, basketball card collecting, I would strongly encourage you to start out with raw cards, but eventually work your way up to getting some of these encased graded cards. PSA is one of the top top graders in the industry. And uh, we're going to take a look at this card. So for Luca's Panini Prism, I'll, I'll, I'll start with just a little disclaimer. In the last couple of weeks, since the NBA season has kind of, you know, died out now that the finals are done and the, the, um, the Golden State Warriors have been crowned the champions, prices are dropping. So some people are panicking. For me, in these opportunities, especially investment opportunities, if you're looking at it like long-term investments, this is the time to actually buy. So you want to buy low, you want to sell high. When the season starts again next season or next year, or this uh, fall, when the season comes back, you're going to see the prices go back up. I, you know, And again, I wouldn't take this as a legal, uh, financial advice, right? I'm not a professional investor. I'm just a guy who loves sports cards and a hobbyist. But with that said, when prices drop, that's when you guys want to buy. So I see a lot of people like, sell your cards. Let's get out of here. The house is burning down. Well, actually, if prices are low, this would be the time to get into it. With that said, let's talk about Luca's prices for his card. So this card on May 26th went for $392, then had another sale that dropped to $342, back up to $364. 356, 342, 391, 361. Let me see where this one went. This one went really high to 498. That's kind of an outlier. But as you can see, the sales are pretty steady. There's been some peaks and valleys, but it, it's here at 394 was the last sale here. So what I would say about Luca's sports cards is that although the sports market is down now, this would be a good time to buy in on some Luka Doncic cards. Also, just like his uh, real life NBA statistics, it seems as if his sales are very steady. 
although they're going up and down, they're not fluctuating to the point where there's any concern. So just like with his um, real life statistics, he didn't average 20 a game and then drop down to 15. Once he had that initial boost and got to his second season, he's kind of been steady at about 27 to 28 points per game. It's the same thing here with his sports cards. He's steady at like 350, you know, maybe goes up to 400, 390, but that's kind of where he's hovering in that 345, 355 uh, range. So now, of course, you know, I have to show you some of my Luka Doncic sports cards. So on these episodes, you know, I love to show off the sports cards I have for the players that we're reviewing. If you, if you in the comments, tell me what player you want me to review, I will go and buy some sports cards of that player to make sure that we keep the tradition going. With that said, let's take a look at some Luka cards. The first Luca card I want to show you is a 2018-2019 Panini Threads in Motion Dazzle, a 9.5 SGC card. Oh my goodness. Let's see those that glare. Is that me in the picture there? Oh, there we go. Oh, that's better. That's better. You can see it from here. See it from here. Check out the back. Really love this card. The next card we're going to take a look at is a 2019 Upper Deck Goodwin Champs Luka Doncic rookie card in a PSA 10. A PSA 10. You can check that one out. It's it's a it's one of the more um, affordable Luka Doncic cards. One of the first ones that I got. I actually this is my second one. I sold one uh, for a pretty good profit uh, on Macari and. I, I saw this one at a deal and I just went ahead and grabbed it too. This one is not my favorite card, but it's still a really nice uh, Luka Doncic card. And also all of these cards are rookie cards. The only cards that game pick will ever sell by are rookie cards, unless it is a Michael Jordan card or a unique card. But for the most part, we have an all rookie card collection. This one is a 2018 Panini Chronicles Luka Doncic in a PSA 9. So at the time of purchasing this card, it's a it's a beautiful card. It's I think because it's in a PSA nine, I'm not as crazy about it, and um, you know it's it's one that hasn't sold, and I've had it in my collection for quite a while. And this is my favorite. This is a 2018 Panini Hoops Luka Doncic Jim Mint PSA ten card. This is my favorite Luka card that I have uh, in my collection, and. It's one that I will likely hold on to and overprice until someone wants to take the leap. But I believe this card, maybe five, 10 years down the line, once Luca wins a NBA title, is going to be way more valuable than it is now. Next up, we're going to take a look at Luca's top shot moment. This one is a Series 1 Metallic Gold Limited Edition dunk. And Luca really, really is one of the most popular players on NBA Top Shot and his values and his uh, moments are super, super valuable. With that said, let's take a look at this moment, which is considered by many to be like the, the essential Luka Doncic moment. So we're going to look at this moment from a 30-day window, a 30-day window. As you can see here, on May 26, the moment sold for $3,399.50. So $3,399.50, which is huge. 
but then it had a huge spike up, right? It went up to about 4,500. And then all of a sudden there was a, a, a tremendous dip. It went down to 3,000, 3,333, 3,453, 3,577. And then we had like an outlier sale at 5,500. Uh, I'm sorry, 5,500. That may have been because of a serial number. If the serial number is number one, or if it's the player's jersey number, it could go higher than normal, or if it's just a really, really low uh, serial number. And then there was a tremendous drop uh, at 2,999 and then again at 2,999. So what does this say to me? What this says to me is that not just uh, Luca's moments, but it seems like maybe Top Shot moments are a little all over the place right now, which is fair. Like NFTs are a new space. Sports NFTs are a new thing. And once the market kind of settles and corrects, you'll have a better assessment of what Luca's moments will be worth. So I would disagree that this uh, chart or this, you know, example of um, fluctuation with his prices is aligned with his dynasty value. I, I don't think Luke is going to have a big MVP year where he's averaging 40 points as like this sale here for 5,500 and then have a drop off the next season at 20 points. So for me right now, I'm leaning towards not using this um, top shot data to influence my, you know, opinion on Luca's long-term fantasy basketball dynasty value. Next up, you know, we got a deep dive into some fantasy basketball analysis. Woo! Here we go. We're going to look at 538.com, one of my favorite websites for dynasty projections. Now, it is not necessarily a fantasy basketball website. It's more of an analytics website, but this data is so valuable to dynasty fantasy basketball players. So if you don't know the site, please do a little Google search, 538.com. With that said, we're gonna look at Luca's 2021-22 NBA player projections. First off, let's take a look at some of the vitals for Luka Doncic. As you can see here, um, his draft position was in the higher percentiles. He's kind of in the 50th middle percentile in terms of vitals, like his height, his weight, his true, um, his scoring, his true shooting free throw and usage. He's a little below with free throws. He's kind of above average for true shooting, but his usage is super high, as you can see with this blue dot. His tendencies, uh, you can see here, he's kind of in the middle of the pack for uh, three-point frequency and free throw frequency. He's getting to the line a lot. Uh, passing and ball handling, his assist percentage is very high. Turnovers are, are not good, so he needs to work on that. In terms of defense and rebounding, he's a high uh, above average rebounder. He's kind of in the middle for block steals. As you know, Luca is really not known for his um, you know defensive skills with that said. So let's look at the wins above replacement projection. And this is where you want to be if you are, in fact, using this data to prepare for in a startup dynasty draft, or if you're in a dynasty league and you're thinking about making a move for Luca, or if you have Luca on your team and you're thinking about maybe moving him. With that said, this is all based on wins above replacement projections. And what that means, if you don't know, is how many wins 
above a replacement player, a player that's similar to Luka. For example, there are players like Russell Westbrook, Devin Booker, Derrick Rose, Jason Tatum. These are play players that are comparable to Luka's skill sets. With that said, these numbers, the higher they are, the better it is with that, you know, with that being like a, a, a simple uh, descri description of how you want to read into the wins above replacement projections. So we're going to take a look at Luca's wins above replacement projections for the future. So this all in, in front of this line here, everything before this line here is what has happened or is happening now. So in his rookie year, he was 5.9 points above the uh, best replacement or comparable replacement, 10.8 in his second year. And in his third year, 12.1. Now this is where we start looking at the future. So what they're projecting here with uh, 538.com is that Luca is going to keep getting better in 2022. He's going to have a significant jump, similar to the jump that he had from 2020 to 2021. He's going to have a 2.1 uh, jump. And then he's going to have another jump, which is another huge jump. It looks like it's 3.8% jump. So he's already has a high number, but the number keeps climbing. A player with a 10.8 uh, wins above replacement projection is already high. He's up to 15.8 here. They're saying he's going to have a dip, which is kind of baffling to me, but the dip is not significant. There's another kind of uh, peak. It goes back up to 15.4, down to 15.3, and then we have a spike. His highest wins above replacement projection at 16.1, and then there's a sharp decline in 2028. Like I always say for Dynasty players, never look at your players with a 10-year lens. If you start drafting people for what they're going to do 10 years from now, you might not be in that league. Like people might not be in a fantasy anymore. A lot of things can happen. Use a three-year window when you're analyzing your, your dynasty fantasy basketball players. So I think these projections are spot on with his uh, card values, spot on with his real life values. And I think his these projections are super accurate. Now I want to take a quick look at hashtag basketball's fantasy rankings, specifically dynasty rankings. There aren't many places on the internet that you can find dynasty rankings and hashtag basketball provides that awesome resource for you. So first up, let's take a look at points leagues. On my last video, I just did points leagues. We're going to change it up. We're going to do points as well as uh, categories. So for points leagues, Luca is number one. They're saying he is the number one dynasty fantasy basketball asset out there. Just to make sure you guys have a full picture, let's look at the top 10. So first is Luka Doncic. The next is the Joker. Number three is Giannis. Number four, Joel Embiid. Number five, Cat. Number six, Trey Young. Number seven, Jason Tatum. Number eight, John Morant. Number nine, DeJounte Murray, and number 10, LaMelo Ball. If you want to look at the rest of the top 200, you can check out hashtag basketball.com. Now let's take a look at category leagues. For category leagues, the number one player for Dynasty, according to hashtag basketball, is the Joker, Nikolai Jokic. Number two, Luka Doncic. So this is really in line with what we've seen so far from Luka's statistics. So I'm really excited about, uh, you know, putting it all together for you. Number three is Carl Anthony Towns. Number four is Giannis. Number five, Trey Young. Interesting. Number six is LaMelo. Number seven, Jason Tatum. Number eight, Joel Embiid. Number nine, 
DeJounte Murray. And number 10, Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton is number 10 on hashtag basketball's fantasy basketball rankings for category leagues. Very interesting. Very interesting. Before I give you my opinion on whether or not Luka is a good investment, I promise you a chance to win a free, rare NBA Top Shot moment. For your chance to win, all you have to do is take three simple steps. First, download the NFT Guru app. Next, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, subscribe to our YouTube channel and comment the words NFT Guru. All of the links are in the description of this episode. Now for my conclusion. Luca's real life stats are the bomb. He is going to surely be an MVP one season. So for me, in, with a fantasy basketball lens, I think his real life statistics show that he will be a sound investment. Sports cards. As noted previously, the sports card market is a little wonky right now, and that's okay. It will correct itself, and it will stabilize, especially when the season starts again. So if you haven't invested in sports cards before, this actually will be a really good time when the prices are low. For Luka Doncic in, in particular, I believe his value is going to continue to climb year to year, especially as he wins those championships and MVPs. So I'm a thumbs up for Luka in sports cards. NBA Top Shots. For Luca's NBA top shots and everybody's NBA top shots, I'm not sure, man. Th those prices were so up and down and so crazy that it didn't really give me the peace of mind I was looking for as a top shot uh, collector, but also just as a basketball fan. It seems like something that's really awesome and has a lot of potential. However, being in some of the um, you know chat rooms or Discord channels and listening to my or watching my Twitter feed surrounding the topic of NBA Top Shot, it's been a little wonky. So I, I don't think it's a good idea right now to invest in any Luka Doncic moments. And I do not believe that the statistics gathered from our research today have any impact or relevance in terms of assessing Luka's true dynasty fantasy basketball value. And in terms of his statistics for fantasy, it seems like all of the resources we use today are spot on. He has limitless potential. Most people consider him a potential MVP candidate and also a future NBA Hall of Famer. If Luka Doncic can stay healthy, I believe for fantasy, he's going to be an NBA, uh, he's going to be a dynasty, you know, darling for years to come. And my overall assessment of Luka Doncic for a dynasty fantasy basketball, taking his cards into consideration, his real life stats, his NBA top shot, as well as his dynasty rankings, I'm going to say he is a certified generational talent. I just pray that he can stay healthy. If you want another one of these shows, please do me a favor and drop a comment with the players you want us to review. Also, please join our Discord. We'll help with game picks, trades, dynasty questions, top shots, sports cards, team names, the works. All you have to do is hit the link in the description of this episode. And please don't forget to bang on that subscribe button and hit us with a thumb, thickety thumbs up. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for joining me. I hope you absolutely crush your week. Now get out there and make some game picks. <gasps>